Welcome back to the Purpose Mastermind Podcast. This is Mark Delaney, your Purpose and Life Mentor. I am really excited about this episode because with me today is my wife, Adina. Adina, you were excited to join me for mm-hmm. this conversation. Oh, yeah. Tell, tell me why you're excited. Because there are so many marriages that are struggling in the most intimate place of their marriage, and I want them to have the freedom that they can have. Yeah, freedom is a topic we love to talk about because we've experienced it in our own life. the The topic of freedom, the the experience of freedom, is so powerful. Mm. You can't help but to want to help other people experience it. Absolutely. So we believe in tough conversations here about the, in the Purpose Mastermind. We believe in tough conversations. Mm-hmm. I should say, I, I should change that. We believe in talking about tough topics. Yes. And the conversations are actually not tough. It's only the topic that's tough. The conversations are easy. I would agree, yes. With all my heart, I believe this, that many people live their life just one conversation away from dramatic change. Mm. But that one conversation can be so hard to have because the thing in our life that we most need to talk about is the thing that we most want to avoid talking Mm, about. That's so true. So today, (laughs) our topic is... Sexual struggles in marriage. Yeah, and I tell you, we're not going to be doom and gloom in this topic. Although it's so prevalent, we want to give you a lot of hope. Because there is a lot of hope. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And so this doesn't have to be a scary topic for you. So No. And actually, it's normal. And that's the first thing we really need to say. Because if you think that a sexual has struggling sexually in your marriage is you're the only ones that have it, it you're not going to talk about it. You're going to have more shame about it, more confusion and frustration. But if you just understand, it's normal. It's a part of working through your marriage relationship, and and you have hope. You don't have to be there forever. And, you know, the, one conversation can make a shift that you, you would not even imagine. Yeah, I've seen that. I've experienced it. Just a couple months ago, a man sat down with me, and he finally just talked about this struggle for intimacy with his wife. Of course, it was hard to say, but once he did... We didn't really talk about that problem. I really just talked with him about how he thought about his problem. Mm. When he changed how he thought about his problem, his life changed. So good. I saw him a month later and he was smiling from ear to ear because of how much dramatic change was happening with he and his wife in the area of sexual intimacy. Mm, love it. And then I saw him two months later. And once again, if you can smile bigger than ear to ear, he was. There was a twinkle in his eye. There was a gleam. Mm. This guy was just, and he just, in, in a very respectful, appropriate way, just talked about mm. the change he was, he, has, he was experiencing between him and his wife in the area of sexual intimacy. It's so important to know that sexual struggles and problems, uh, sexual problems in marriage are normal. Yeah. If we don't think it's normal, we won't have any hope for change. There is hope for change. And if you realize it's normal, that's the first step towards having hope. Yeah. If Listen, 
when people lose hope, they think they're helpless. Mm. And the best that they can do is hide that problem or cope in some way, compensate in some way, because there's no help for me. I'm helpless. Mm. I can't change. So I just need to find a way to deal with this. This is my normal. I'm going to make this be the best it can be. But but just like your friend that you were talking to a couple, you know, before you talked with him, like he didn't have hope. He had no idea. Good thing he said something, you know, because of that, he gets to enjoy this dynamic, intimate relationship with his wife that bef- just a few months prior didn't even think was possible. And I think we, a lot of us, we have this idea of sex and marriage as this very natural, dynamic thing that doesn't take any work at all. And when in actuality, it does take work to get there, you know, and, and I love the campfire analogy. Yeah, it, I, I, I do too. Imagine two people sitting at a campfire and just sharing a, rom- a romantic evening together and some some love songs playing in the background and maybe they're sharing some chocolates or some strawberries and they're sharing some romantic thoughts. The reality is before that campfire scene happened, somebody had to go into the woods, maybe fight off a snake, maybe get <laughs> some, some, uh, a splinter. They had to get some wood in order to build that fire. Mm, yeah. But when you're having, when you're exper- when you're experiencing that, that, campfire that's so romantic and warm in the back of your mind you're not thinking well this really isn't that great because we had to go get sticks in the woods Mm. a matter of fact you're glad that you did that work because what you're experiencing is worth it yes so the important thing to recall from that just that picture is that if you want to have a dynamic sexual uh, intimacy with your spouse, you got to be willing to go into the woods and pick up sticks. Yeah. But it's you can do it. It's just picking up sticks. It's doing some work that you can do. And it's, and it's always worth it because you get this experience on the other side of it where you're closer to him than you ever were. And it, it, and honestly, whatever helps you in, with your intimacy with your spouse, it helps you with everything else. And it is just, it's so beautiful. And the exponential things that come from it are just uh, breathtaking. It's, it's so worth the work. You know, I, I've come across this a number of times in our, our work with couples is is one spouse is looking at the other spouse and thinking, you know, you're kind of a, you're kind of a sicko because you, you need sex so much. You want sex and it's almost like it's dirty or something Mm. that they want to have sex with their spouse. I just need to say this. If your spouse wants to give themselves to you sexually Mm. and experience you sexually, that is not a dirty or sick desire because sex is a beautiful, wonderful, even spiritual way of expressing love to someone. Yeah, you're fully giving yourself to your spouse and they're fully giving themselves to you. And when you do the work 
to make that be something that's not inhibited, it becomes so much more than you could ever imagine. And there is work to get to that point. Love that. But but when you're fully giving yourselves to each other, it is so powerful. I love how you just said that. The work required to be able to give yourself to someone else uninhibited. Mm-hmm is a powerful, powerful thing, but it takes some work to get there. So the first thing we're saying to you is that, is that it's normal yeah. to have problems in this area of your marriage. Secondly, let's talk about this. Sex and marriage exposes you. Yeah. You know, to, you know, we were talking about earlier about being uninhibited. It's like, Sex is really a, a very vulnerable thing to do. It exposes yourself physically and in other areas. It's like it's, it kind of all packages, packages itself together. And what you really get confronted with are insecurities. You want to hide part of yourself, both physically or practically. You don't want to give yourself all the way. And, you know, there's there's different pains that you have. And it, it just exposes all of who you are. And it ends up being a good thing because you work on yourself and it helps you to be the best version of yourself. And so it becomes a good thing. But if you're not willing to face your weaknesses and you have to control, you know, there's, you know, I'm a woman, there's a lot of us, we have just got to be in control because if we're not, we don't have security. So as a woman, for me to surrender control and to come into this experience where I'm completely vulnerable, that actually can be a hard thing to do, especially if you've had previous pain or, or there's, you know, things that you, you're hiding and you, if you're not giving your full self to, and to your, 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 your spouse, you're not giving all of who you are to your spouse and it just it 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 makes things messier and harder and frustrating but i mean it's natural if you're over controlling things and you don't want to expose yourself to your spouse i get it you know it's not fun and it's awkward and indifferent but if you do you find something that it doesn't have to be controlled nobody wants to be exposed Nobody wants weakness in them exposed. Nobody wants to have to face insecurity. Nobody wants to experience their pain. And and instinct says, I'm just going to hide my pain. Mm -hmm. The area of sexual intimacy in marriage exposes us. But the reality is, it's exposed for our good. Yeah. It's exposed in order that there might be healing. Absolutely. Human instinct is if a problem is exposed, then that means this is that that's bad. Actually, problems are the greatest opportunity in our life to become the people we really want to be. Mm-hmm. But we have to, first of all, learn how to face problems, sex and marriage. It is exposing and revealing every single thing about us. It's laid bare, Mm -hmm. but that's wonderful and it's good. And I want to say this is an important thing, Um, Adina. 
yeah, I, I really just want to say the thing that prevents you from being a great lover is going to prevent you from being the person that you want to be. Uh, when you're holding back a part of who you are, that part that was that it has so much pain, or the part that you're afraid to share, and you're hiding a part of yourself, you you're end up hiding more than you think, and they don't get to see you for who you are. Yeah. And you it and and when you're willing to be vulnerable with this spouse that you love, and you share with them what's scary, what's painful, what's hard. You you open yourself up to getting healing in that area. And in it's so it, it strengthens your marriage. It strengthens your relationship. It shows you that you can trust each other. And it really changes a lot of things about life when you are when you just have that honest, vulnerable, awkward conversation. I tell you I believe this with all my heart that the greatest human experience is the giving and receiving of love. Oh, yes. We were made to be lovers. And that doesn't just mean sexually, but in every way, we are made to be lovers. It's the greatest human experience. And anything that is, anything that comes, has come at your life to threaten you to, to not be able to be a great lover. Mm-hmm. It, that thing will prevent you from being great at many other things in your life. Yeah, so what's holding you back? Fight to be the lover that you were designed to be. Yes. Because it, when you become the lover you were designed to be, it's going to impact you in every other area of your life. It's something you were made for. And if something has happened in your life that threatens your ability to be a lover... You can overcome that thing. Yeah, so let's let's get really real here. You know, if if you've been someone who's experienced let's call it dirty sex before marriage, you know, whether you've been molested, raped or, you know, there's there's sexual things that can go on in anybody's life. It's it's whatever yours is. If if you've experienced that before marriage, it doesn't have to keep you from dynamic sex during marriage. No, it doesn't. Say that sentence again. You know, dirty sex before marriage does not have to keep you from dynamic sex during marriage. Without a doubt. There is no doubt about that sentence. We experience a redemption in several areas of our life, but for some reason, the category of sex is just kind of untouchable. We can't mm-hmm. talk about it it's, because it's that, extra category, shameful. that category feels like you can't have freedom there. Mm-hmm. And, and and why is that? Is it because it's where there's the most pain? Mm, maybe it's because it's the most intimate. That's good. The most painful, the most intimate. What if, what if, you know, if you've experienced uh, some kind of pain sexually before you were married, and then you have sex with your spouse, is it not going to trigger some of the emotions or pain of what happened in you in the past? Yeah, you know, everyone has a sexual history that's not perfect. Everybody. Once again, that's normal. Um, you know, for me, 
when I was growing up, I was molested. I was molested by more than one person, and it totally messed up the definition of love. It messed up sex, and it made sex be something that was, well, awful, dirty. It was pressure forcing. It was just, it was, it, it turned upside down so many things in my life. But and, now the good news is with me, it's all been wonderful, right? <laughs> yeah, day one, right out of the gate, dynamic <laughs> sex and everything. No, but it's, and so, you know, then, you know, then I fall in love and I may, I find you and I want to give myself completely uninhibited to you. But I find myself wrestling with the emotion, the reality of these past experiences. And I'm, and I'm trying to be everything I want to be. But I have these natural emotions or triggers or, you know, this reminded me of whatever. And I'm trying to prune my past and not hurt you while I'm trying to give myself to you. But I'm giving to you, I'm giving myself to you in a very broken way because I'm not healed yet. Because I haven't been able to experience this beautiful, cre- you know, creation of what sex is meant to be. And... And so even in our marriage, especially in the early years, yeah. did sex uh, remind you of past hurt? Yeah, absolutely. It, because it, So here's the question I want to ask. When two people are married and that, that happens, where your sexual relationship causes you to remember maybe the greatest pain of your life maybe that maybe the remembrance and and th- that pain being brought up maybe it's being brought up for the purpose of healing oh yeah because a- any time that you know the past was trying to hijack me from a great relationship with you it was trying to hold me back and it, it would hold me back if I um, allowed it to be the dominant force. And, and, and there's natural things that go with it, emotion and all of that. But when I recognized that I needed healing from that, then just talking about it and saying, hey, you know, being honest with you and saying, hey, I'm wrestling with wanting to be pure and intimate and give myself completely to you. But I'm wrestling with how I feel at this point. And when I shared that with you, you, it it just helped me to be able to give myself more freely to you because you, you loved me in my mess. You loved me where I was at. And it, I, I really think, and you can speak to this, but I think it helped you to understand that I really love you, but something's messed up in my life. And it's not cleaned up yet, and it's not healed. But I love you, and I don't want you to think, I don't want you. I just don't want the pain of that reminder of the past. Yeah, so it seems that one option would be, if, if sex reminds me of the pain of my past, then I just need to avoid sex to avoid the pain. Well, yeah, I could avoid sex, and then I don't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a it's a it's a it's a point where you can make a choice of what do you, what is it you want to chase? Do you want to chase a life of hiding the pain in your life, or do you want to be vulnerable with your spouse and let them know 
what's hard and where are you at and, you know, and do it together. It's like, that's one of the ways that you grow so much closer together because it's the most vulnerable, intimate spot of your life and nobody else is in this world with you. It's just you and your spouse. And, and it's like just having those conversations and not being afraid of them ended up giving me the freedom that, I mean, quite honestly, you don't want to have all that pain. And I wish that I could have protected myself from that. And you feel like you, you, feel like you should do everything you can to protect yourself from that pain. You don't want it. But instead of working on my own to protect myself or to hide myself by being courageous enough to have those conversations, we kept getting better and better connection, intimacy, understanding. We talked through things and that work of gathering those sticks to build that campfire was so worth it. There is hope, my friend. There is absolute hope. I want to encourage you with a thought that applies to any problem you have in life. Human instinct says, I have to fix my problem before I can experience Mm. something I want to experience in life. Like freedom in any area. I have to fix me before I can be me. Mm. The pathway to freedom is vulnerability. Yes. So if you're struggling in the, in the area of sexual intimacy and marriage, can I say it like this? Keep getting naked. <laughs> because nakedness exposes. Yeah. But it doesn't just expose your body. This area of your life exposes the whole of you. And it might sound like it's easier to just withdraw if we just avoid this area, then maybe maybe something will change in me sometime down the road and something will change and it'll be different. You do not have to fix your problem to live your life boldly. You simply need to face your problem. And in the facing of our problem, a freedom can come that seems beyond your human intellect or your capabilities a freedom can come. My friends, there's hope for you. Yes. We want to say that to you boldly. There mm-hmm. is hope for you. Yes. In every area of your life, even this area. If we can be of help to you, we have other resources. Our primary, our primary source of helping people is the Purpose Mastermind. It's five conversations that we guide people to clarify their purpose, and in the process, be set free from anything that holds them back from living it out boldly. I found that the Purpose Mastermind is the best marriage counseling I've ever seen. A matter of fact, we, I've, I had a man recently tell me I, we spent thousands and thousands and thousands on marriage counseling, and it did nothing And then we did this program and everything changed. We have a way of talking about people's purpose that helps them overcome their problems. Oh, yeah. Oftentimes, there again, it's human instinct is I need to fix my problems and then maybe I can have a purpose. My friends, 
Your problems don't have to determine whether or not you have a purpose. So we like to talk to people about their purpose and in the process, help them become the people that can overcome their problems. If you're interested in that resource, you can check that out at PurposeMastermind.com. Until next time, Adina, thank you for joining us for this episode. You're very welcome. We wish you all the best. And please do not forget, your life has purpose. You can know it clearly. And you can be set free to pursue it boldly.